What's happening, my peoples? It is Thursday, June 22nd, and this is Top 10 Takes. Let's get to it. At number 10, fresh off a number one spot yesterday, Pharrell Williams is back on T3 with his auction house, Jupiter. The Louis Vuitton Don expands his auction with Just Friends Collection. That's friends with a PH, not F, during Paris Fashion Week. Curated by Sarah Andelman, the 61 lot collection includes exclusive work spanning fine art, high jewelry, ice, furniture, design, fashion, and rando cool objects and junk. Skateboard P states, Many of these connections have changed the way we understand culture today. This auction does not feature tokens of these friendships. Rather, it presents cultural artifacts that sprouted from the context of these friendships. Everything in the collection is pain, ball. Check it out at jupiter.com. J-O-O-P-I-T-E-R.com. For real, you did it again at number nine. Larsa Pippen makes her way back on top 10 takes after addressing some internet chatter about her boyf. Yesterday, Larsa and her bae, Marcus Jordan, son of legend Michael Air Jordan, addressed hurtful comments about their 16-year age gap with people. The Real Housewives of Miami star says her boyfriend being younger was the last thing on her mind when they began dating, and Marcus says he has come to cherish their age difference. But in other news, her ex Scottie Pippen, Marcus's pop's running mate on the Bulls with six championships, might have helped cheer Larsa up from the hurtful comments. Larsa takes no L's and scores half of Scotty's retirement bag, the Chicago Bulls 401k and savings plan trust. They'll split the amount that was accrued in the account from 1997 to 2016. Sheesh, I guess they can take a few more trips to Nobu. You know what I'm saying? A little yellowtail jalapeno and sashimi and king crab should do the trick. At number eight, actor extraordinaire Kevin Costner has two Academy Awards, three Golden Globe Awards, a Primetime Emmy Award, and two Screen Actors Guilds Awards, and Buddy is still going through it. First, his wife of 18 years, Christine, files for divorce. One day later, it was reported that the actor's reign as the Dutton Patriarch on Yellowstone was over. Then came accusations that infidelity had something to do with the split. Things have only got heated up since. In divorce filings, Kevin demanded Christine move out the crib, citing their prenuptial agreement. She said, I ain't going, then made her own demands of 248 bans a month in child support for their three kids. The docket for the case is already a mile long filled with conferences and a trial date if that ever comes to pass. She claimed that figure is less than the amount needed to maintain the children and their accustomed lifestyle. She also requested that Kevin pay 100% of private school tuition, extracurricular activities, and the health care. At number seven, I'll be the first to admit when I make my top 10 rappers of all time, I tend to always have a glaring omission that low-key takes a shot at my immaculate credibility. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, Andre 3000, aka 3 Stack, should be top 10. But there's a reason why. He's never given us an official solo project. He recently appeared on Killer Mike's new album entitled Michael on the track Scientists and Engineers and he bodied his verses always. However, yesterday, Killer Mike was just on Sway in the morning to announce that we just might be getting that solo album, but I'm not holding my breath. What I'm hearing is Dre got an album coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we fly out in a couple weeks to go listen to it. Wow, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Andre 3000 got an album coming. Oh, I thought you were joking. No, no. No, no, he does. He said he got he played them nine tracks oh of stuff God. he already had. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, that. Dre sitting on volumes of songs. I've never met him before. You never met Stacks? Oh, you got to meet Stacks next. Yeah.
At number six, I have no clue what's going on with these fans at concerts. I don't even know if I should call them fans. First, BB Rexa gets hit in the face by some rando idiot's phone. Then we have a very scary incident with Ava Max. Another rando somehow gets on stage to pop the pop singer famous for her song Sweet But Psycho. Videos captured by audience members who were close to what happened show how a man is being stopped by a security guard. However, the man manages manages to extend his left arm and hits Ava in the face as she performed at the Fonda Theater in Los Angeles. She tweeted, he slapped me so hard that he scratched the inside of my eye. He's never coming to a show again. Thank you for the fans for being spectacular tonight in LA though. So messed up that that happened, but shout out to Ava Max because if you watch the video, you almost can't even tell that she was attacked because she kept performing and as the great say, the show must go on. Shout out to Ava Max. At number five, the Marvel Studios Secret Invasion on Disney Plus just dropped yesterday and it has some fans and creators such as myself a tad perturbed. Secret Invasion is created by Kyle Bradstreet starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. The quick logline is Fury and Talos played by Ben Mendelsohn tried to stop the scrolls who have infiltrated the highest spheres of the Marvel Universe. The show itself is dope, but the part that had people concerned was that the opening credits were generated by, you guessed it, artificial intelligence. Designed by Method Studios, the director said he thought that the idea of using AI for the opening credits fit into the themes of the show. He said when we reached out to the AI vendors, that was part of it. It just came right out of the shape-shifting scroll world identity, you know? Who did this? Who is this? He said... Adding that he doesn't really understand how the artificial intelligence works, though it piqued his interest. Kind of makes sense. I'm not going to lie, but it's always going to be a touchy subject when AI is involved. At number four, Bad Bunny and Internet royalty Kendall Jenner was spotted mobbing at Sushi Park. The rumored couple, nah, they're dating. I'm not jacking that. Anyway, the couple were spotted in West Hollywood together last night. He seemed to be in great spirits kicking it with the homies after Marvel seemed to have scrapped his new superhero flick. Not gonna lie, I was looking forward to this Sony Pictures flick. Well, anyway, Sony said Wednesday that it has removed from its release date schedule El Muerto, the Bad Bunny starring Spider-Man spinoff movie from the director Jonas Cuaron. The Columbia Pictures film was set to be the first time a Latino character leads a Marvel live action film. Sony and Marvel set Cuaron to direct El Muerto in October. At the time, it was in early development with Gareth Dunneth Alacur writing the script about El Muerto, a character within the Spider-Man universe. In Marvel lore, he is an anti-hero and the son of El Luchador, next in line to inherit the ancestral power of El Muerto. At number three, speaking of luchadors and fighting, who would have thought the next big fight on pay-per-view is going to be Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg? So yesterday, Elon Musk was chopping it up on Twitter and somehow a fight invitation between himself and Mark Zuckerberg somehow populated. Now, I'm thinking, Mark Zuckerberg, this is not even on this guy's radar, right? Both of these guys, these guys are billionaires, they're living their best lives, but they're acting like NBA young boy and little dirt. So Mark Zuckerberg gets wind of Elon talking his talk and he tells him, yo, send me the low, send me the Addy. Now, if we're betting on this, I'm taking Mark Zuckerberg, even though Elon's the bigger man, but Dana White seems to have doubled down on this thing that it's official. Can't wait for this one.
Apparently, Andrew Tate is training Elon at number two. Yo, Hemi Butler really must be him because this dude single-handedly has broken up the Boston Celtics big three. For some reason, the Boston Celtics decide to ship Marcus Smart over to the Memphis Grizzlies, but they get Kristaps Porzingis in exchange. Now, like Thugger said for his new album that drops tomorrow, business is business, and from a strictly business transactional position, it does make sense because Christoph Porzingis, he has the potential to be a number one option and to have him as a number three option on a team that made it to the NBA Finals two years ago, it does increase their chances exponentially, especially Christoph Porzingis doesn't have to play the center position because of my guy time lord man this nba season is going to be a trip and the nba draft is tonight rest in peace to the ocean gate passengers but who knew smoke would come from this listen to cardi's b statement that has caused the dramas between herself and one of the passengers stepchildren that went to a show so one of the billionaires that's missing under on the water from that submarine one of the billionaires, their stepson, is at a concert, right? At a Blink-182 concert. And people is like, um, well, what is he supposed to do? Be sad at the house? Is he supposed to go look for himself? Yes. You're supposed to be at the house sad. You're supposed to be crying for me. You're supposed to be right next to the phone waiting to hear any updates about me. You're supposed to be uh, counseling your mom and shit. Like, isn't it sad that you a whole fucking billionaire and nobody gives a fuck about you? Like, like you missing and motherfuckers ready to shake at concert. That's crazy. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather be broke than like and poor, but knowing that I'm loved. That's top 10 takes. See you manana.